Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Tuesday, June 2. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today, a Senior Content Producer and Editor of the Booktopian blog, Olivia Frico. Hello, Liv. Hi, Mark. And we're also joined by a very special guest, uh, the author of Resurrection Bay and Darkness for Light, Emma Viskich. Hello, Emma. Hello. Now, welcome to the Daily Booktopian. So let, let's jump right into it. Um, Emma, what have you been reading at the moment? Um, a little unusually for me, a lot of my reading has been rereading. Um, I think partly because of the whole isolation lockdown mentality, possibly partly from where I've been in my own writing. But I've been doing a lot of rereading, um, and two of the books that I have reread um, are The Broken Shore by Peter Temple and The Monkey's Mask, which is a crime novel in verse by the late, great Dorothy Porter. Um, I've also been doing some new reading as well, and I've been sticking to shorter books, which has um, been an interesting sort of um, experience, and Weather by Jenny Offal has been one of my top reads of the, the recent few weeks. Awesome. That's short novels are um, a great thing to to read at the moment. I think because you can just like plow through them really really quickly, and it just gives you that sense of of achievement. Like I read so much when I was in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do love sometimes just falling into a really really deep book. So I mean, I was hanging out for Hillary tells the, the third of the Thomas uh, um, Cromwell um, series and and I, I was really looking forward to that but when it um, actually came out I found that I really just wanted to turn to these shorter books and this is where weather and also monkey's mask um, really played to that feeling of needing to read something that was quite short but very very detailed and very immersive at the same time so that you could really fall into these books um, but emerge at the other end um, feeling that you'd, you'd actually got to the end of it and you you could hold it all in your brain at, at, at the same stage. And you mentioned also that um, that you read Peter Temple's The Broken Shore. Um, do, you, do you read a lot of crime novels as a crime writer? I, I read everything. Funnily enough, I'm probably reading less crime fiction these days. Um, depending where I am in the current manuscript that I'm writing, uh, it will affect it. So there are, there are certain times in the writing of it where I can't read other people's novels because it just um, it, it really interferes with the, the writing of my own. So in the early stages of um, plotting, I find that problem because the the plot of the novel that I'm reading starts appearing in my own book or it gets in the way. I, th I start thinking, oh, that can't be right. That doesn't work. Um, and also sometimes in the latter stages of writing, when I'm really polishing, I'm just too immersed in my own world. So I'm reading less and less crime as I write more and more. Um, but I've always, I have always read it ever since I was quite young. You know, I was given the free range of my parents' bookshelf when I was about 10. So I, I'd read anything from, uh, you know, Ian Fleming through to Jane Austen. So there's, there's a real mix in there. But but um, The Broken Shore is an interesting one because if you ask a crime reader if it's crime fiction, they'll say it's crime fiction. If you ask a literary reader if it's literary fiction, they'll say it's literary fiction. So it really <laughs> it sort of bridges the divide there. Yeah, don't, don't get me started on the on the divide between lit, quote unquote literary and, and genre fiction. That could be a whole other podcast. Oh, oh, I could. Yeah, I would do a whole other podcast with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's bring um, Liv in now. Liv, what have you been reading? 
Hi. So I just had a week off. It was divine. Um, I did spend a lot of it reading a lot of scholarly articles for a uni essay on Charlotte Lennox's The Female Quixote. Really funny novel, but I'd already read that. So that's not what I want to talk to you about today. And I'm pretty sure our listeners don't want to listen to a lot of academic waffle because um, that's what my brain is filled with right now. Um, so it's kind of also why I've been, go I've been going to shorter novels, too. Uh, I've read four books or three and a half. I'm halfway through the one. I'm currently reading. So I started off with Hex by Rebecca Dynaston Knight. It's this really deliciously written, like kind of like obsessive psychological, I don't want to say thriller, but it's about um, a young PhD student who's a botanist who's developed this really intense fixation with her botany professor. And it's this twisted tale of love and like academia. It's like the secret history meets poison ivy a little it ended in a really interesting way that's the combination <laughs> well basically when this book got sold into us everyone was like live this book sounds exactly your, like your thing and i'm happy to report that it was um and continuing on with that kind of dark witchy theme i picked up for the first time shirley jackson and i read we have always lived in the castle it's so good like mm. just, she does more with 150 pages than a lot of people writing in that genre do with 300 you know like oh she was just so great and like, I, I sped through it in like a day so good well I've, I've never read I've, I've always intended to read Shirley Jackson and it was always on my list of things to read and then the Netflix series came out and I was like I can't read it now because like everybody will think I'm just reading it because of the show well I'm definitely just reading it because <laughs> of the Shirley Jackson like kind of biopic it's like it's it's about Shirley Jackson, but it's about a fictional novel about her life. Um, the one starring Elizabeth Moss that I'm really keen to see. But I saw that and I'm like, you know, I've got to get into Shirley Jackson. And I did. And I'm really glad that I have because she is brilliant and I want to read everything else she's ever written. Um, another book that I was reading was Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia. Um, another dark witchy book. It's about um, it's a YA novel about set in the 50s about a young girl called Noemi who is called to her newly married cousin's house to investigate these mysterious claims that she's being poisoned like I'm not explaining that very well but it's another mystery slash supernatural gothic horror novel um and its own voice as well and a few days ago it picked up uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid which I've been meaning to read for so long and my library ebook approved email came through and I just dropped everything and went and started reading it and it's really good. Fantastic. That sounds like quite a, quite a set of books that you had there lived with that witchy theme. I love it. <laughs> it's not even October or Halloween yet and here I am. Yeah, what's what's it going to be like by the time we get to October? Wow. <laughs> mm, um, we'll see. So we also like to talk about what's been bringing us joy in these um socially distant and isolated times. Emma, is there anything been bringing you joy in isolation lately? Yes. Well, apart from Dean, um, I have been doing a lot of walking. And I know that's an incredibly boring thing to say, um, but it means that I've been thinking a lot um, and also thinking about writing and reading a lot. So I, I've been really lucky a, a studio a few days a week which is about an hour an hour and a half walk from from me so I go there a few days a week 
uh, and I get to walk along the river uh, amongst all the people exercising <laughs> very energetically, <laughs> running past me as I walk very slowly. Um, and so the, the books I've been reading and the novel that I'm writing myself have just been really staying in my brain. Um, and in, in particular, Weather, which is one of the books I've read recently, um, the Jenny Offal book, has has really stayed with me because this is a book that's um, it's lots of snippets. It, it does have a narrative arc, but it doesn't have chapters. It just has these tiny little um, paragraphs, and so you, they can really stay with you. It'll, it might few sentences um so it's it's a little bit like uh, poetry like a monkey's bask so these words have just been sort of floating with with me as i've been walking um so it's it's been a really lovely way to to spend isolation actually just walking and and thinking about words at, at the same time and then of course the gin as i said <laughs> <laughs> fantastic uh, what about you Liv? what's brought you joy um in your in your week off um well, this is so juvenile, but I recently binged all of Avatar The Last Airbender. I'd never seen it past season one. It's so good. I was really enjoying it. My roommate was like, Liv, you've never seen it. Oh, you have to watch it. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll watch this stupid cartoon. Ended up really enjoying it. Um, but also, I got to see all my family on the weekends, like my extended family for the first time in months because Aww. of the whole lockdown situation and we just had a big celebration of like all the people that had a birthday since January which was the last time we saw each other I think and it was just so nice and stayed up so late just talking and discussing and being in each other's company and it was really really good and I didn't realize how much I missed it until I saw them. Liv I think that's probably the most wholesome thing you've ever recommended on this podcast. Yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> compared to my not very wholesome books. Yeah. <laughs> well, we... Can I change my answer? <laughs> I need to say something nice. <laughs> I love my family. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said gin. You said with gin. <laughs> Normally I would say gin, so this is a nice role reversal. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we, we always like to wrap up the podcast by shouting out to an Australian author. And since we are joined by one today, we thought we would give you, Emma, the opportunity to um, give people um, a little bit of a sense of what your books are about and why they should go onto booktopia.com.au and buy them right now. Uh, uh, right. Give myself a shout out. Um, so I write uh, the Caleb Zellick series, which is a series of crime novels. Uh, you might want to call them literary crime or thrillers or whatever, however you like to describe uh, modern noir. Uh, they're set between Melbourne and a fictional town of Resurrection Bay. And uh, Caleb, who is my uh, detective, is profoundly deaf. Um, so I delve into societal issues and issues about um, identity and things. Um, so you can really read them on that level, on the level of um, getting into relationships and identity and things, or you can just read them because uh, you like a fast-placed plot that is exciting. So I pretty much write them on on, on those two different levels um, for for. Yeah, the different ways people like to read books and also the different ways that I like to read books as well. Um, yeah, so 
go and buy them. <laughs> the first one is uh, Resurrection Bay. Uh, and the third one, Darkness for Light, came out a few months ago. And I'm currently working on the fourth and uh, final one at the moment. That's so exciting. Thank you so much, Emma. And um, for everybody who's listening to this today, uh, we've also were very lucky to um, be joined by Emma on our Facebook page this evening at around 7 o'clock p.m. We're going to be having a chat to Emma about um, how she got published, her books, her approach to writing. So it's going to be a little bit of a writing advice kind of workshop chat slash interview Q&A thing. It's everything. <laughs> um, and that's that. Tonight and you can it'll be live so you can jump on and ask any questions that you want to and Emma would love to answer them. Oh, I absolutely would. Please do ask questions. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, Emma, thank you so much for your time and for joining us today on the Daily Booktopian, and thank you, Liv, as well. Um, we're always excited to have people join us and we're always thankful to the people who listen so thank you as well for tuning in and you can listen to all of our episodes for free on soundcloud and itunes right now and we'll be back at the same time tomorrow with another daily booktopia until then keep reading please stay safe thank you for listening to the booktopia podcast channel don't forget you can subscribe to us on soundcloud and itunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.